Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. Brought to you by Blue Sky Business Consulting. We discuss five questions in about 15 minutes. Hello again, everyone. We are so glad that you have joined us for another episode of the Team Engagement Podcast. And I'm very excited to welcome our guest today. This is Brian Lewis, and he is a cybersecurity professional who also is the founder and president of the Empire and Great Jones Creative Arts Foundation, and they kind of are based out of California. But Brian, thank you so much for taking time to join me on the podcast today. What would you like the audience to know about the projects that you're working on? Hey, thanks so much for having me. Um, you mentioned that I'm a cybersecurity leader and I work in nonprofit. I have an art foundation. I, I kind of want to start by talking about the fact that the reason those two came together is that over a 20, 25 year career in cybersecurity, the thing I noticed is that the best technical leaders I've worked with, the people who are really good at the technology side of things, they all had some strong connection to the arts. Sometimes that meant they, outside of work, were they did performing arts, like acting on stage, or they were musicians, some are painters, some, like me, were writers. I actually went to a, a summer art program on a creative writing scholarship, and that very strongly informs what I do in cybersecurity. I really like how you've merged those two together. I, I think that that's just fantastic because you're right. And I don't think that uh, a lot of people really connect those two, that they're that creative element. But whether it's programming, cybersecurity, a lot of that technical really is based in creativity. And so being able to give up a, a place, a home, if you will, for people to be creative and let that uh, continue to foster and be nurtured, that's got to help the professional technology part of it as well. So I love what you're doing. I think that's great. Thanks. I think it works well. And it, our mission as a nonprofit is to foster excellence in science, technology, engineering, and math by providing a foundation in creative arts. Love it. Love it. Well, best wishes on all of those projects that you're working on. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get started with our questions. Now, Brian, as you've been working as a professional and building businesses and so on and so forth, including the foundation, is there a challenge that you've run into or maybe a setback that you're especially proud of that you overcame? That's a, a good one. I think for this one, I'll talk about the foundation. From the very start, when we launched more than 10 years ago, um, as I realized that the volunteers I'd be working with were all around the world, not just in different time zones in the U.S., but in different countries, geographies entirely. So even then, we knew we had to solve the remote worker challenge even before it became a big thing. No two people were in the same physical workspace. So, And at the same time, we had so much information going back and forth and coordination that we couldn't just do it all by sending emails. So I think we did a great job of figuring out things like asynchronous chat, um, workflow assignment, tracking, knowing who was working on what and, and what stage any particular task was at, video conferencing. And sometimes it meant compromising on time zones, but we've done all of that in a way that has allowed, our, allowed everything to be fully virtual back from the very start. That's impressive because you're right, 10, 12 years ago, that was pretty new technology back then. So I'm glad you guys were able to figure it out early and hopefully help the rest of us figure it out along, along the way. <laughs> so fantastic. Well, this next question is going to be right up your alley then. How can leaders help to foster and nurture an environment of creativity within their teams and employees? 
And that it is a great example. I mean, a great question leads right in. One of the things I think outside, you know, we always have team building opportunities and events. As long as they're not forced, I think it's a great idea to allow people to talk about their interests, their hobbies and passions. But even if you keep things just focused on the workspace, uh, on the workplace, the one of the best ways to foster creativity is to intentionally create opportunities for team members at, at all experience levels to participate in design discussions. And that can be like product design, feature design, or process design. But the thing is, let those design sessions take a brainstorming format and don't exclude the less experienced members of the team. In those sessions, it's important to encourage input from everyone, the very seasoned team members, the newer team members, and let them just take a brainstorming format. Um, but it's also important to treat that input that comes from everyone as, as valid and important, no matter who it came from. And that means, that means write it down, re record it in a way that shows it was valuable. Some ideas that come out of brainstorming, obviously they ultimately won't be used or might not even be explored past that initial, um, initial session when it was thrown out. But what I've found this format quickly does is it gets people willing to think creatively it gets people willing to share their internal creative thoughts. And, and as they share an idea, it will inspire creativity in others, first in that same brainstorming format. But then it also doesn't take a lot of time for that same creativity to be established just as part of company or team culture, even outside of those intentional sessions where you brought everyone in for, for design. I love that. And you mentioned something that I think is really important for our audience to remember. And that is that you also want to include everybody's perspective, even those that may not have as much experience because they often have a perspective and kind of the, the new eyes, if you will, to see something that maybe the, the ancients, the people that have been there for a while may not see. And so I really like that you brought that to the surface to help our, our leaders understand that everybody, even if they're brand new to the team or brand new to an industry or just out of college, whatever it is, they may have a perspective that could be really valuable. So I love that you brought that up. All right, question number three, how can leaders help the team members to learn to trust each other? Hmm. I like that one and it immediately made me think of David Kosserock. Um, I learned a lot of what I know and, and really try to embody in my leadership style from this this gentleman David Kosrock, who I've I've worked with a peer at several different companies in our careers in in technology, and once I even actually I had the opportunity to report to um, to David, what I learned from him is it's important to make sure that each person on the team knows that it's it's their skills, their high skills, both technical and soft skills, you know, communication, ability to learn. That's why they're on the team. That's why they're important um, as an individual contributor. And that's why they make the team great. But that has to be demonstrated and not just said. And the best way that um, I've learned to demonstrate, again, I'm, I'm not trying to, um, I'm not trying to butter this guy up too much, but he's, he, I've become great friends with him because he taught me so much. The best way to demonstrate that an individual team member's 
contributions are valuable is by giving them ownership over a part of the team's charter and then direct the rest of the team, go to that subject matter expert, to that topic owner before coming to me as the leader or, um, you know, before going anywhere else, whether, you know, if they have questions, whatever, um, I could probably rephrase that whole answer if you'd like me to, but that's kind of what I think is make sure that they, everyone knows their skills are important. Have everyone go to that person before they come to you. If they have questions about that topic. Oh, I like that. I like the ownership part as well, because that does when people have that responsibility, there's a natural trust that starts to develop. So great answers. Love that. All right. Question number four, is there a, it could be either professional or personal for that matter. But is there a, a challenge or maybe a setback or even a, a perceived failure that you turned into a win? Yeah, I can actually think of a lot. Um, I can definitely think immediately of a lot of failures, but luckily there are some that I've turned into a win. Um, I think that this one, since I've got David Kosserock on my mind, when we worked together um, over the course of an eight-year period, we brought in summer interns every year to to work on our team, to learn more about cybersecurity. At the end of every summer, we extended an offer to join our team full-time. Every single intern accepted that invitation. One year, our request for a summer intern was misfiled, and we didn't get the intern we'd been expecting. You know, we'd been doing it. This was about the fifth year in, and we didn't get the intern, and we had made all these great plans, and we were so riding on this high, the request was misfiled. We didn't get it. But we took that time and kind of said, well, you know, what about us? What things do we need to learn? What can we do instead of teaching this new person, hey, let's teach you all these new things about cybersecurity. How can we spend the summer improving our own skills, our own team interactions? And we ended up taking the time and the funds we would have spent on an intern and instead spent it on building and improving the existing team. And so I, I thought, and that was David's idea. I thought that was just a really great way to take that you know, really disappointing failure of not getting that summer intern after riding this great high and turning it into a win and a great way to succeed as a team. Great story. And thank you for sharing it. Yeah, it, it can be a challenge when we have those setbacks and uh, the failures, if you will. It's kind of a harsh term sometimes, but sometimes it's very accurate. <laughs> But I love that story and being able to kind of take something and turn it into a win. And that's that's why we asked the question on the podcast is to help all of those leaders out there understand, hey, things are going to happen. Sometimes they're very avoidable and we just don't get it done right. And sometimes it's unavoidable. And then you still have either way, you have an opportunity to learn. But a great story. Great example. All right, Brian, our last question. Tell us a little bit about your first job. My first job. Well, my very first job. Um, I was a stock boy and ran the cash register when I needed to at my grandfather's trading post in New Mexico. He wow. ran a general store um, out in the middle of almost nowhere, New Mexico. And I spent a lot of summers there. And that was my first job was helping out around the store with anything he needed. Whatever needed to get done. Wow, that's great. I think that's a first, um, I think that's a first of, of somebody that's had that kind of a job there. I've talked to a lot of folks, but I think that's the first for that kind of job. So I love it. 
Well, Brian, thank you again. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to uh, come and join us on the podcast. How can people find you? I think the best way to find me is going to be by just going to LinkedIn. Um, my LinkedIn address is linkedin.com slash in slash Brian Lewis. You can also reach out to me by email, brian at eggarts.org. Fantastic. Well, thank you again. And thanks to everybody who always tunes in every day. We always appreciate you joining us. We wish everybody a great day. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. We also invite you to follow or subscribe to our podcast wherever you may be listening or watching. Is your business thriving? Go to tbs-score.com to find out. Thanks for joining us today. Have a great day.